Hi guys, hope we are all doing well as always. Welcome back to another episode of the Content Creator Podcast, the podcast that helps creators create, whether you work as a content creator, whether you're trying to build a YouTube channel, a personal brand, whether you run or own a business, or whether you work in marketing itself. This podcast will help you get on the, hopefully the right direction, give you some ideas, thoughts, inspiration, considerations for all things around content. So in this one, I actually wanna go, this episode, I actually wanna go all the way back to the beginning, which is advice to those who are starting out in content. So maybe actually you've listened to a few of these episodes, maybe you're just coming across this one rather randomly, you've searched it into YouTube, whatever it is, you're, you've got a few ideas for content, you're maybe thinking that you want to start yourself a YouTube channel, you wanna start a podcast, you wanna start uh, writing blogs, a food blog, something like that, or as I say, you may work in marketing and you may have been handed the task of uh, coming up with some more uh, you know, content strategy, content uh, marketing, that sort of thing. So the first thing, we're going to run through a few a few things here. I think I've got about nine or ten points, something like that. So the first thing that you want to think about, go right back to the start, is actually what do you want to achieve with this content? What is the point of it? Are you just doing it for a little bit of fun? Are you doing it to try and you know create a YouTube channel that you can monetize through? Are you trying to create a brand that you can sell merchandise from? Or are you trying to simply advertise, which is not quite content marketing, but are you trying to create adverts, that sort of thing, to sell products uh, for a business. So just maybe make a few notes of this as we go along um, or when you get a chance, write down in a, in a Trello board or on a, on a you know Word doc, something like that. Um, answers to these questions. What is the point of your content? What have you actually been tasked with or what are you tasking yourself with? What, what's the purpose? What is the purpose of your content? Think about why um, it is that you're actually doing it because if you don't have the purpose or if you are just doing it to have a, a bit of fun with YouTube or something like that, then absolutely fair enough. But what you want is a real clear vision from the absolute start, what the content is doing, what you want it to achieve for you longer term. So then step number two is to research. So research your space, research the content that you are doing, what kind of people are already doing this content, is there a space for this, what is the audience like, and what does that audience like and what don't they like. Uh, research your competition for a start, research the you know creators that you already enjoy in this space, look at what you like and what you dislike from those creators. Because if you are someone who's on camera, it's your own personal brand, you need to be authentic for a start, you need to do what you actually enjoy doing. So take a look at what you like and dislike, take influence from the things that you think are doing well, take learning points from the things that you think are doing well. You may say, well, I hate that YouTube channel. I hate that guy. I hate the way that he, that that horrific Geordie accent with that guy on the Creator Podcast. I, I hate, I hate that. I can't listen to it. Um, you know, think about what it is that you like and dislike, but look at why it might be working. What is it that it's actually doing well? You know, you've really got to have a bit of self-awareness to still respect what that, that creator is doing well. Why does he have so many followers? Why does he have great engagement on his videos, his or her videos? Um, you've got to look at the, you know, what notes you can take, what learnings you can take, both good and bad. So from that, you want to have, step number three, is a clear idea um, of what your channel is going to be, what your podcast is going to be, what your blog is going to be. You should be able to sum it up 
in a matter of a few words or sentences. Now, this is not to say, we've just done an episode recently on, on, on niching down and no niche is too small, and that is absolutely true. But that's not to say that you need to niche down and stick with that niche. You could start doing something like I did. It was purely, um, you know, it was still all within motorsport for affinity racing. So it was all within motorsport. I had a bigger picture that there was going to be, you know, kind of all things motorsport. But I actually started out just on um, GT Sport, Gran Turismo Sport, which is a, a, a motorsports, you know, sim racing game. I just started out with that content to begin with, knowing that it was going to, um, you know, blow up into to all sorts of other realms of, of, of motorsport. And similar with my drum channel, I knew that that was going to start out with just me playing drums. That was the best place to start. And eventually, as it is starting to do now, it's, um, you know, venturing out into interviewing other drummers, talking with other drummers, reviewing um, kind of, you know, those reaction type videos as I uh, roll my eyes there for the people just listening on the podcast. Um, as uh, you know, it's kind of the, the bottom of the barrel, I think, for a lot of uh, creators is reaction videos. But I jumped on the hype nonetheless just to, to try it out. Um, but also review videos for equipment and, and, and drumming um, gear and things like that. So I knew that there was always going to be other things. Um, so don't feel like just because you can sum it up in a few sentences, I'm not necessarily saying don't ever do anything else, but you still want to have that clear idea of what that brand is going to look like, that YouTube channel, that blog, um, and, and, and you know the brand that you're going to create for yourself. So with that, think about what that ideal uh, dream you might have in your mind. What does that actually look like longer term? So, and how does it attach to bigger business dreams? So I mentioned with Affinity Racing on a previous, uh, on the on the NFT metaverse uh, episode that I did, talked about how the NFTs and metaverse was going to link eventually in the later years of Affinity Racing and what I wanted to do there. Um, this isn't necessarily something that you have to plan out now. I certainly haven't. This is I've never even written this down, other than in scripts for these uh, these podcasts. This can literally just be an idea in your head, but kind of try and have some sort of vision, some sort of longer term, because there's a lot of people I know start a YouTube channel. Their longer term vision is I want to make money off it and monetize it, which is also fine, um, but without a clear idea on what that content looks like. They don't know how they're going to monetize it. They don't know if they're just doing it through ad revenue or if they're going to do it through merchandise or if they're going to do it through Amazon, you know, affiliate marketing or, or influencer marketing. They just go, I want to create a YouTube channel. So they instantly go down the route of trying to create whatever they think will get the most views. And the chances are, we talked about this previously as well, the more that you try and create more bland content to appease everybody, you end up just talking to absolutely nobody at all. So have those you know, longer term visions in mind. Think about how the content actually links to your goals, personal goals, business goals, brand goals, uh, and, and, and actually be able to draw those lines. Again, doesn't have to be planned out to the nth degree, just something that you can have in the back of your mind with a, a, a reason and a, and a purpose. So this next step is a very, very important one, and it's more so a reminder or an understanding that things take longer. Things always take longer than you expect. I know when I started my first YouTube channel, or when I started my Winter Media YouTube channel, the idea was to have all of these different um, episodes and podcasts and you know uploads, videos, um, and all these kind of different things, reviews, tutorials, um, and I thought I would blow this channel up in the space of a few months. I thought I've watched enough Gary Vee, I've watched enough YouTube of my own, I will 
this YouTube channel that I have, this tiny little idea in my mind will explode um, and have, you know, thousands upon thousands of subscribers uh, in a matter of weeks or, or, or months. I was absolutely wrong with that. I could not have been more wrong. The channel itself, as I still record this, you know, is sat at 100 or so subscribers. It, it, it's done pretty bad uh, because I had such a short-term uh, vision or kind of didn't have the patience to really see it, see it through. However, on my other YouTube channels, my drum channel is doing very well, Affinity Racing is growing very, very well, and it's because I've actually understood and had a mindset that, you know, my, the, the strategy for these channels is at least 10 years. Um, I'm not willing to, 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 to stop for a start. Um, to stop for a start, does that make sense? I'm not willing to um, quit these YouTube channels when I don't see results in the first few months. Um, I'm not willing to think about anything um, shorter than a 10-year term because I know that these channels, as, as far as I'm concerned, I am happy to run for the rest of my life. So I've really got a lot of patience for those channels. I'm willing to put up 10 videos, see them do you know horrifically and learn from them as opposed to what a lot of people do, which is put 10 videos up, think that that is what is gonna change their life, realize that they get no views on those videos, and then be immediately put off and, and want to sack off their uh, their YouTube channel. And I made a note here, because this is one that it gets quoted every single day on, on LinkedIn, I'm sure, but um, it, from Tony Robbins, who says, most people overestimate what they can do in a year, and they underestimate what they can do in two or three decades, which is absolutely true. I don't see, very many people at all who work in marketing, who um, you know are trying to build a business or are trying to um, you know build a personal brand, who are looking at things any more than the next twelve months, the next six months, the next six weeks, um, and especially through COVID, it's quite a volatile uh, time. A lot of people are looking at when's my next you know payday, when's my next um, bit of money coming in, and and that sort of thing. But in the bigger businesses as well, um, you know year on year marketing reports. Um, has has always been a big, big thing. Month on month marketing reports I used to have to do every month, social media reports. Um, and, and what are you realistically going to do in four, in four weeks? Not a huge amount, not a huge amount whatsoever. So why are we going to spend a day every month, two days every month, pulling these huge, huge reports together? It was just absolutely crazy, and it was because the business itself, the people who were in there, um, weren't looking at things long enough term. I would have been happy doing a report every four years, right, and and, and looking at every four years and going, right, well, what have we done the last four years? Let's have a look. Let's see what we can change. Instead of being on it month after month after month and, and realizing, you know, something's grew 0.01%, well, that's demotivating, I think. I think that's quite, when you look at that or you go, oh, well, you know, um, a case of a few a case of a few followers here and there. That is the kind of, you know, those tiny numbers that we were starting to analyze. And it's part of the reason that I I now hate analytics actually. Um, but yes, never underestimate what you can do um, when you actually plan things for a for a decent amount of time. Don't always plan everything or assume or overestimate that the success of your content will you know come in the first few months because it will absolutely not. So the next step is to actually think about how much time, how much effort, and how much money, so three things there, three very, very important things, can you actually put into this content? 
Now, it's fine if you can't put all of those things in because most people can't put money in when they're starting a, a YouTube channel or a podcast from scratch. They may buy a couple of microphones or, or whatever it is, but there's not always a huge amount of money um, when you're just starting content. Even in the bigger businesses, they always want to, to start down here and see how it goes and see what happens before they start uh, spending a lot of money. So um, there's, three, there's three key things there that I've said. How much time can you actually put into it? Um, you know, how much effort can you put into it? And I guess by effort and time, you know, they're, they're very much uh, similar things, but do you have the energy to actually want to do this? Do you enjoy the editing, for example? Do you enjoy the post-production? Um, you know, if you don't want to put the effort into that side of things, um, that's either telling you that you're, you know, not wanting to do the content itself, if it's depending on, uh, dependent on that, um, or it might be telling you, you know, you're not very good in that area. You may be better at presenting the videos, um, but you may not want to, you know, spend time on the, the pre-production side. And you can get people in to, to help with that and, and outsource that side of things. Um, but yes, also how much money can you actually put into it? Let's look here from a start and from a, from a from a standing start. How much money can you put into microphones? Are you better off going to be recording the first few podcasts on your mobile phone, um, and then maybe spending the first hundred pounds that you may have, a hundred dollars, towards actually advertising that? boosting it, boosting those posts on Facebook, running a, a, a few promotions on TikTok or whatever it might be, that could actually be a more sensible way. So from the, from, the, from the get, from the start, look at those three things. How much time can you put into it? Start to plan around that, what might be a minimal amount of time. Um, you know, how much effort, what do you actually want to work on? Would you prefer to make 10 videos and not edit them all together? Or would you prefer to make five videos, but also enjoy the editing process? Um, and how much money can you put into it? Don't worry about purchasing ridiculous amounts of equipment if you don't have a huge amount of money uh, just yet. Those things will come later down the line, uh, hopefully. Also understand that if you fast forward 10 years, your first video, what you may be making right now, or your first podcast, what you may be making right now, that will look dramatically different if you fast forward 10 years, uh, you know, where you're going to be at that point. So don't always, um, you know, compare yourself right now to your favorite creators, take influence and that sort of stuff. We're going to touch on that in a second, um, because you will always improve whether that's camera quality whether that's your skills in editing uh, whether that's actually your you know presenting skills or, or on the microphone or to camera um, all of these things will improve you will understand how YouTube works a little bit better you will understand how podcast platforms and what people want to uh, listen to and how your episodes can be improved that kind of thing um, you will start to get a better understanding. So if you fast forward 10 years, the video that you are about to make in 10 years time will look dramatically different from the one that you are on now. And I touched on comparison there. Don't always compare yourself to your favorite creators too early. Um, they should be there to actually influence and inspire you, not demotivate you. Um, because their first video will probably look as bad as you think yours does right now. If you go to your favorite creators, I know some of them delete their, their pre early, early, early videos, but if you go to the, the first video of, you know, uh, Mr. Beast and uh, PewDiePie and all these, you know, all these guys, look at the quality that they're at there. Um, that they are at, at that point that just the, the the point is is that they actually started and that is the best thing that you can do They started with just the webcam on their laptop or filming filming it from a phone um, And you can do exactly the same. So the next thing to bear in mind is that you can 
understand that simple editing tricks, simple post-production uh, can actually make a huge difference to your videos. Don't underestimate the power that cutting out a few ums and ers can make. Don't worry about it if they are in there, but you know, never underestimate the power of just tidying things up. Um, in, uh, in edit, in post-production, try to learn a few of those skills if you haven't done already. Um, but allow your post-production, if it's going to be there, allow your post-production to be a part of the creative process. Not just a, a saving grace because your content is poor to begin with. A lot of people jump on camera, um, they're not very good on camera, or they don't really know what it is that they want to say, they don't have much purpose or, um, or belief in their content. Um, and then they just assume, well, I'll fix it up in editing. I'll put some fancy titles over the top, some transitions or whatever. Don't always assume that that's going to work. Make sure that if you're going to have a post-production process, which most people will do, that that is a, is a creative part of the process, not something that you're going to try and, um, you know, polish a turd with, essentially, for want of a better phrase. Uh, make sure that it's actually part, it, the, the post-production should have a purpose, it should have a point and be, uh, and be part of that process. Uh, in your content. So one of the final things to bear in mind here and actually understand as a creator who might be looking to start with their content um, is to research, understand, and really kind of embed it in your mind um, the understanding of the compounding effect and compounding interest. So to give a, a specific example here, if we actually look at the stock market, and I'm going to explain how this relates to content. If you look at the stock market, the stock market has grown uh, on average, kind of 8, 9, 10% per year. So if you look at that conservative, conservatively and you say it's grown 9% uh, each year or 8% each year, if you were to invest $300 every month from the age of 25 for just eight years, by the time you are 65, you will have $1 million. And all that you will have invested is less than $30,000 because the, 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 the compounding interest, it's a phenomenon that not many people uh, can, can understand. The brightest of folk, it's kind of the, uh, what is it, the eighth wonder of the world um, is compounding interest. It is insane to think um, of, of how much just being consistent can, you know, kind of catapult you, um, you know, so, so much further down the line. And this is how it relates to content, because for me, the content that you are creating that is the investment, right? This is exactly the same for your content versus the stock market. I look at the two exactly the same. Your content is the investment. The compounding effect against your content is incredibly powerful. And if you look at the guys, um, some of my favorite creators, uh, even just in the motorsport space, right? Some of those guys are uploading a, a video. I could recreate that video very easily or, 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 or get very, very close. Who's gonna get more views on it? Well, it's obviously going to be the guy who has spent 10 years, you know, putting this kind of content out week after week, developed such a huge, huge audience versus me, who is creating the same product, the same investment, okay, we're both putting the same content onto YouTube, give or take, but he is always going to have the better head start because he started so long ago. His, his, his compounding interest started 10 years before me. So he is going to be so much further down the line, even though you could match a creator with the content that you're putting out. And I think that's a very important thing to remember. Just because you can look at your video and go, well, that's, you know, maybe as good. If you're self-aware enough, don't be overconfident or, or uh, praise your videos or content too much, but you might genuinely look and go, you know, both of those quality, you know, the content, the quality is decent, we're both, uh, you know, equally as maybe entertaining. Um, 
why is he so far ahead? Maybe it's just something wrong. YouTube's not working out. My blog's not working out. Sack it all off. It's not the case. Focus on that compound interest. Focus on that compounding effect with your content uh, and you will be onto an absolute winner. I talked about efficiency in a previous episode and said that the content itself is the investment. Everything else is a cost. So the, le- the, 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 the less amount of time, the least amount of time you can put into your content, the better. And that's not saying be lazy. That's saying that you have to be efficient so that you can actually invest more. And the final thing with that, um, I guess it's uh, sort of a second half of this point, is actually you know understanding, truly, truly understanding uh, the importance of being consistent. That's what we've talked about there, investing every single month, every single week, every single day into your content, getting that content out there um, and being consistent. Uh, and this kind of sort of counteracts this one by saying, set yourself actually realistic schedules. Don't think... I'm going to do seven videos every single week. I'm going to have a a video for every day of the week if that is not going to be achievable. Um, Try and actually be, you know, realistic and say, right, one video a week because one video a week for the next 10 years is much more powerful than 10 videos a week for a matter of, uh, you know, a few weeks. Um, You really, really need to look at what you can actually achieve over the space of 10 years as opposed to a short-term, you know, bulk upload a load of stuff and, and hope for the best. It might work, but it's very, very unlikely. Um, so yes, look at how you can be efficient to ensure that you don't, uh, you know, drop off. If you're going to say two, three videos a week or three blogs a week or whatever it might be, look at how you can realistically actually make that happen. So there we go, guys. That is it for this episode. Really hope it's uh, been of use. It's been of benefit to anybody who's uh, looking to get started in content creation or uh, perhaps just looking at other avenues of content or maybe looking at new channels or whatever it might be. Um, Really hope it's been helpful. If it has done, then please leave a um, review on the podcast. Make sure to subscribe over on YouTube as well. Drop a like, drop a comment, all that good stuff. Uh, And let me know what it is that you're up to in the wonderful world of content. Are you just starting out? Are you looking at a new platform? Do let me know. Drop me some messages on social. And in the meantime, I shall see you in the next episode. Thank you.